Welcome to Phil Trip, a podcast where we explore everything fun, weird, and in between about the Philippines. And now a quick shout out. Check out Manila Candle. Manila Candle features Filipino inspired scents like Tagaytay, Palawan, Ubehalaya, and Buko and Mango. They also have fun ones like Ainako and Bahala Kasabuay Mo. Enjoy their car fresheners, wax melts, and merchandise too. Visit manilacandle.com and take a trip to the Philippines through their scents. Back to our show. Today's trip is a culture trip where we explore the Philippines' customs and way of life. This episode is about popular Pinoy expressions. Patch, why do you think we have so many unique, interesting, and funny expressions in the Philippines? Linguistics instructor Vincent Christopher Santiago said the process of creating slang is not new for us and it's always existed in the dynamic nature of languages. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's the technical reason behind slang. Right. And many of our Filipino slang, I think we tend to take English words and we move the letters around to make it a different word. I think we've mentioned in the past, we have over a hundred languages in the Philippines. And they're a blend of many other languages from Austronesian origins, plus loan words from English, like you said, but also Spanish, Chinese, even Indonesian, Malay, and other Sanskrit influence from pre-colonial times. And then in terms of making things our own once we've blended things together is part of a theory called language drift theory. It's when there's an unconscious change in a natural language in a particular area over the years. They start very small and then the population continually varies it until it becomes acceptable in that society. What's funny, though, is that we often change the meanings of the words from the original. I think that's what you were saying before, too, right? I was also kind of curious, uh, why does it happen? According to the same instructor, there's three reasons. The first reason is veiling. We have a desire to hide or conceal the topic of conversation. That's how it starts. Ah, yeah. And the second is group identification. Mm-hmm. Starts from the young ones. So they identify with like whether this is a Gen Z or Gen Y expression, etc., generational. Uh-huh. And then the third reason, of course, is technology and advancement. It's very common to say JK for just kidding or TBH, to be honest, etc. So all of those reasons lead to why we have expressions and slang words, etc. What's funny, though, is that we often do change the meanings of words from the original. So for example, when I was learning Spanish... I found out that many quote-unquote Spanish words that we use in the Philippines are not used in the same way in Spain. Oh, right. (laughs) I can think of one right away. Example. Leche. Yes, leche. In Spanish, it means literally milk. But in Tagalog, it's a swear word. Why did it become a swear word? Do you think moms didn't want to curse in front of their kids? (laughs) I found an explanation. 
apparently the origins are from a Spanish profanity, mecago and leche, literally meaning I defecate in the milk. I don't think that still explains to me why, but another one that I just wanted to mention was the word seguro, which in Spanish means for sure. Right. And in Tagalog, it's the opposite, right? When we say seguro, it's like maybe. It's doubtful. Exactly. So when you're in Spain, be careful about the words that you think you know the meaning of. And the other thing that I just also wanted to mention about languages, colonized nations develop a what's called a portmanteau of languages, meaning the blending of sounds and meanings of two other words or languages. So an easy example in English is brunch, right? It's a portmanteau of breakfast and lunch. In the context of what we're talking about, it's Taglish or Tagalog and English, And we apparently executed a series of changes in the English language and intonation, meaning, and context that only we Filipinos understand because we've infused it with our social, cultural, and historical experiences. So should we talk about examples of what we found? Of course. There's two broad categories. One is who got lines. (laughs) Have you heard of who got lines? (laughs) Well, I've heard of who got, but I'm not sure exactly what it means. This was such a hard concept for me to grasp. Literally, who got means to draw or pull something out. Mm-hmm. And it was apparently popularized by a rom-com titled That Thing Called Tandhana, Tandhana meaning fate, in 2014, which is a story about unrequited love. There were lines in that movie that became a trend called Hugot Lines, which captured very intense and deep emotions undergone by the characters. So given that background, I think the best way we can describe Hugot Lines in English are veiled comments or insinuations or words with very deep emotional undertones. It's meant to draw out emotions or feelings that are so deep within and are meant to pull them out. Oh my, okay. (laughs) Do you want an example? Yes, please. This one should resonate with you because it's about math and love. (laughs) (laughs) So here it is. I'm going to say it in Tagalog first and I'm going to translate it in English. Now, I should warn our listeners who don't understand Tagalog fully. Sometimes the meaning gets lost in translation, but we're going to try our best. So in Tagalog, Ang crush ay parang math problem. Kung hindi mo makuha, titigan mo na lang. (laughs) So in English, it's Having a crush on someone is like a difficult math problem. If you don't get it, just stare at it. (laughs) So that's obviously describing someone who's so in love with someone else, but that love is unrequited. So you're just content looking at that person every day. Does it like conjure feelings within you? Yes, yes. I'm upset right now. <laughs> I have another one. I just have to say it. Okay. Ang pag-ibig mo ay parang calculus. My limit. <laughs> In English, your love is like calculus. It has a limit. 
last, last, last. This, I know that is cringy, but I went down this rabbit hole and I couldn't stop. Ang pag-ibig ko ay parang pie. It goes on forever. <laughs> In English, my love is like pie. It goes on forever. <laughs> so, given that, I don't know if you're gonna be able to, but can you come up with a hugot line? <laughs> I can't come up with a hugot line on my own. <laughs> so, I'm gonna have to Google it. Wait, there's an expression. So to our listeners, our <laughs> Patchett Googled something and now can't stop laughing. I, now I can't wait to hear what you found. Nakolombia. <laughs> Nakolombia. Akala mo sayo siya, pero hindi. <laughs> How do you translate this? Oh, I know. You've been Colombian. <laughs> you thought it was yours, but it's not. Do you know why it's na Colombia? <laughs> oh, you do? That's when okay. Steve Harvey mistakenly said that <laughs> yes. Miss Universe was Colombia. But it's actually Miss Philippines. Correct. Carmina, I have one. Okay. So I'm going to have to spell it out. Feel free to write it down. Okay. J-U-I-C-E. What does that spell? Juice. Okay. Second word. C. O-L-O-R-E-D. Collard. Okay. So what are the two words combined? Juice collard. Do you know what that means? No. Oh my God. Ah. <laughs> Wait. Is this part of Beckonese or Beckimon? Have you heard of that? No. I was cracking up when I read it. I was like, juice colored. Just colored. I think this might be part of the language that's called Beckimon or Beckinese. What is that? I found out that this is considered a language now. And it's really what we knew in our generation as sword speak. Sward being an English loan word that was used in the Philippines during the 70s and 80s, meaning gay. Ah, uh, okay. Are you kind of getting an inkling about why Becky? No, I mean, I'm thinking it's Becky, but why Becky as opposed to Karen, I guess? Well, no. So I found this out. <laughs> Becky is another way of saying bakla. Oh. Bakla is how we call gays in the Philippines. And bakla is actually a portmanteau or a combination of babae and lalaki. Bakla now becomes Becky. Because <laughs> it's a little bit more, you know, posh, right? Okay. So Beckymon or Beckonese is a language to describe people who are hardcore users of gay language, whether or not they are homosexuals. And in fact, some of our friends and some of my other friends in another friend group are so used to using this that when we're on a group chat, I really have no clue what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. I actually have to ask for the meaning. So I think Jusco Lord <laughs> is one of them because in Becky Mon... There's a lot of things that sound like that. Do you have an example? Yes. So, okay. Beckonese has elements of Tagalog, English, Spanish, and some form of Japanese even. 
And sometimes they also use celebrity names or brands with different meanings than the original. Okay, so here's one that's easy. And Tokyo. Okay, so sleepy. That's right. Tokyo is a reference to Japan. But antok is just the Tagalog word for sleepy. But why would you just say, I'm sleepy or inaantok ako when it's so boring? You can just say antokyo. Right. <laughs> Here's another one, like just one words. Besh, meaning best friend. Right. Why were you not impressed that I knew what besh meant? Oh. I'm kind of offended. <laughs> I guess because I didn't even realize that was like Bekimon or Bekimis. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It's, I'm it's, sorry. It's used a lot, right? Besh. Right. Yeah. Okay. Here's another one. Watach or anetch. What? Okay, watach. Does that mean don't touch me? Um, well, no. What? You already said it. You said what? It's, it's literally what? <laughs> <laughs> watach is a more exciting way to say what. And anetch is just a play on the Tagalog word ano, meaning what. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we're going to need a dictionary for this. <laughs> Here's a more complicated one, Patch, using celebrities. Okay. So one is stress drillon. <laughs> so this one came from the name of a Filipina journalist named Cess Drillon. And it's not really that she's known for being stressed out. Her name just matches the sentiment. Right. And then there's this other expression, Hagardo Versosa, <laughs> from this Filipino actor's name, Gardo Versosa. And again, it's not that he looks haggard. It's just that, you know, they're borrowing his name to make the expression more exciting. And so to borrow from an article I read, Hagardo Versosa is usually how you look when you're stressed. Wait, I think I came across one. I mean, I don't know if it's Beckanese, but it sounds like it's Beckanese. Mm -hmm. Gandara Park. Yes, it is Beckanese. <laughs> Explain <laughs> what it means. So Ganda means beautiful. Mm -hmm. And there's a Korean idol whose celebrity career started in the Philippines. Her name is Sandara Park. Mm -hmm. That's Beckanese for beautiful like Sandara Park. So there's so many more patch, Beckonese and Beckimon. And I'm going to link a few YouTube videos that really show people who are fluent in it. And I'm telling you, it's like being in another planet. So like I said earlier, this is not only used by the LGBTQ community. A lot of people use it because it's fun. It shows support for the community. And it's also a way for people to have a sense of unity across all genders. In one of our group chat with our friends, somebody had mentioned Marites. Yes. Someone was asking, what does Karen mean? Because Karen has a specific meaning here in the U.S. And then someone else said, oh, what about Marites? Because that is a specific reference in the Philippines. I was wondering why Marites, right? So mm -hmm. apparently it's because it's a combination of mare, which is a term we use for girl, <laughs> right? Yeah. Mare, ito ang latest, or here's the latest, so marites. Mm -hmm. But then our friend, bless her heart, sent us a list of names and their meanings. Marisol, <laughs> maring tagasulsol, which is someone who is, uh, what, 
uh, someone who piles on or something like that. Marieta, mare ito pa. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is, girl, here's more. <laughs> and this one is close to my heart. Marissa, ma... <laughs> Mare may isa pa. Here's one more. <laughs> How about your name? Mare pas. Mare, pasa mo na chika. Which means, hey, give me the tea. <laughs> Which is always what you say. <laughs> If people listen to the old episodes, this is always how you ask for tea. This is scary accurate. <laughs> it is. Okay, Carmina. We're talking about Tagalog expressions, but what about American expressions that Filipinos have bungled? <laughs> Those are good ones. Go. Bungled or made our own. So is that people heard it wrong and so now they started saying these? Yeah, I guess so. Whatever you say so. Okay. <laughs> we can go on and on. I, I can't take it anymore of this. <laughs> so, Patch, we can go on and on. And we can find so much more that really illustrates how Filipinos are so creative and hilarious. But we have to end somewhere. So I guess this is it. Yes. Because of our rich history, because of the influences of our pre-colonial past and colonizers, we were able to combine all of these things that make our language and our expressions truly colorful. With that, Carmina, babush! Oshasha! Ingat! Thanks for listening to Phil Trip with Carmina and Patch. Support Phil Trip through Patreon or PayPal and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever all podcasts are downloaded. Thanks to Phil Trip sponsor Soulpack, a functional shoe accessory bag. Visit thesoulpack.com for more details. Email us at thefiltrip at gmail.com.